there's a stranger staring at me in my rear view Damned if he don't look a lot like me Yeah, running tired and reckless Ain't no way to run at all Ain't nothing like a thrill from a running free Well, it's a good thing I left my heart in Texas Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Tin Man Jack podcast. My name is Jack Hatley and I'm just going to dive right in and let you know a little bit about me and ultimately why I've undertaken this project what I hope to accomplish, and what prompted it. I don't know what it's like to die, but I do know what it's like to be fully convinced that you're about to die in an emergency room surrounded by total strangers. July 10th, 2013 was a really bad day in my life, maybe the worst. And it was a day after my 37th birthday. And here I am, 10 years later, still talking about it. That day, I experienced a Widowmaker heart attack, um, and that is where your LAD artery suddenly becomes, in my case, 100% blocked. It ultimately required stents to save my heart from extensive damage and to keep me alive. Maybe I didn't get myself to the hospital in the recommended fashion, but I got there and I got there fast. I was already in my car when it fully hit, But instead of calling an ambulance, I drove myself to the hospital and walked through the doors before doubling over out of pain and fear. But I was awake for the bulk of the experience, but the fentanyl and Dilaudid that I was given at the hospital helped me to relax and endure the pain that I was feeling at the time. Um, I will say that I've never felt more alone than I did during those moments, and I distinctly remember looking up at a big clock on the wall and just thinking to myself how the last thing I was going to see on earth was going to be the ticking away of the last minutes or seconds before I moved on to a new place. And Someone was watching over me that day. I don't know who it was, but maybe they took the wheel for me. Who knows? But what I do know is this. I have 10 years in my rear view at this point, and I feel like I'm in a position to be able to help rather than to need help. Um, Going through a traumatic, life-altering event can turn your whole being upside down. And I know this because I went through it. I cried at times for no particular reason when people weren't around, and sometimes even when they were around. I was scared to leave my house at first and always knew where the nearest hospital was, and I constantly found myself checking my pulse. Um, I was just riddled with anxiety. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat much. And overall, it felt like my life was never, ever going to be enjoyable again. Um, This is a good spot to say a special thank you to my friend Brian Rung in Austin, uh, who recorded the intro song, Green Signs. And another big thank you to the songwriter, Jess Howard. I really appreciate y'all letting me use it, and I like that particular part of the song as it mentions looking in the mirror and seeing complete stranger. I can totally relate to that, and for a long while, that's how I felt. It just didn't seem possible 
that I was looking at someone in their 30s that with slightly different circumstances likely would be dead from a heart attack. It just didn't make sense to me, and it still really doesn't. But that particular day set off a chain of events that ultimately led me to be sitting here talking to you today. The road from that day to where I am now was, uh, to say the least, bumpy, especially for the first couple of years as I tried in various ways, both good and bad, to cope with the event itself. The constant state of anxiety that I found myself in and how to stop replaying the scene over and over in my head. Figuratively, I wasted way too much time in the first few years after the heart attack walking around um, with an umbrella open waiting for it to rain. I feel like I frittered away valuable time worrying about something that wasn't currently happening. So the idea of the Tin Man Jack podcast was born in the hope of creating a resource that I wish I would have been able to find. Throughout the countless sleepless nights that I experienced primarily in that first year, I would just scour the internet looking for some parallel experience from someone my age. And I'm sure there must have been something out there, but I never was able to locate it. And that made me feel even more apprehensive about what the next day would hold. You know, would this happen again? And if it did, would would I be able to survive a second heart attack? Over and over and over, these questions just monopolized my thoughts. And my goal here is to share the ins and outs and ups and downs of my story to illustrate what I went through, what I felt, and ultimately how I wound up where I am now, which is a place of true happiness. My life is by no means perfect, but it is filled with meaning and direction and an overall sense of being happy and content. Do I deserve to be in this spot? Probably not, but I'm going to take full advantage of it and I think the concept of introducing guests who are willing to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of their own stories of a traumatic event and how they went about reclaiming their own lives and working toward a physical and mental recovery and finding happiness. My frame of reference comes from that of surviving the type of heart attack that roughly 90% of people do not survive. So that means nine out of 10 people who experience what I did don't have the voice to share their experience or to lend a helping hand. And I do, and that's why I'm here doing this. Um, This transcends heart issues alone, my feelings at hearing from a wide array of people who have endured traumatic experiences of all kinds, have either recovered or currently on the road to recovery can go a long way towards helping someone who is currently struggling, depressed, frustrated, or otherwise just barely treading water as they figure out how to reclaim their life after enduring something that otherwise derailed it. I've got some great people with uniquely amazing stories to tell, and I'm very excited they've agreed to do this. Uh, Between their stories and mine, I honestly think we can help people who are struggling to realize that you can get your life back and find a place of happiness. Is it always going to be easy? Hell no. But however, at some point the burden falls on you and only you to pick up yourself and find a reason to keep going. 
it took me a long time to realize that I'm the one in charge of getting myself where I need and want to be. You can want it, but you have to be willing to work for it. Someone mentioned this to me one time in conversation, and it really stuck. But the effort has to match the aspiration. And largely, I did not apply this principle to much of my life um, before I turned 37 years old. Uh, the way I like to look at things these days is this. I'm on a bridge between a very bad day in my life and the day that I'm going to die. Neither of those days matter as much to me as days go by and I choose to spend time with people that I love and engage in things that make me happy. Yes, those days at each end are not ones that I think fondly about, but where I'm standing right now in the middle of the bridge represents today. And today matters so much more than this day or this one right here. And if you have a purpose, you have something to look forward to and a jumping off point from which to set goals. And I think that's important for folks to find a purpose in life. I guess I didn't really realize what my purpose in life was until I was about 40 years old uh, when my son Leo was born, and again at almost 45 when our daughter Scout was born. So it's my sincere aim to help those facing the road to recovery after a life-altering event to realize that others have been in your shoes and can offer insight, hope, and support. I think that recovery and a sense of purpose go hand in hand. Um, the stories offered here will hopefully help to serve both. I'd love to hear from you if you have a story that would be helpful to other people who are in a dark spot um, in their own situations and who currently are trying to shed light on one of the many curveballs that life can and does throw. Um, Let's help other people help themselves and show them that there are people out there who have likely been in their shoes before and who have managed to get to a place of happiness again. Um, just to give you a little bit more background on me, uh, you can check out my bio on the show's website, which is www.tenmanjack.com. Um, I will say, in short, I was born and raised in Texas, where I spent... Um, approximately 30 years collectively in Houston, Victoria, Austin, and Dallas. Um, in addition, I've lived in Los Angeles, Chicago, and Durham, North Carolina. And for the last 12 years, I've lived in a suburb of Pittsburgh called Mount Lebanon. Um, I've really fallen in love with this place and just am very, very happy living here with my wife and two children. Um, we're actually recording the show in Pittsburgh and I can connect with guests in any location, and I really look forward to doing so. Um, please feel free to reach out with stories or comments, again, at the website, www.tenmanjack.com. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm really looking forward to this journey. I'm not polished. I've never done anything like this before, so bear with me. But remember... You're on a bridge between a really bad day and the day that you're going to die. Neither of those days matter. Today matters more. Thank you. Take care. There's a stranger staring at me in my rear view. 
damned if he don't look a lot like me. Yeah, running tired and reckless, ain't no way to run at all. Ain't nothing like a thrill from a running free. Well, it's a good thing I left my heart in Texas. 